Jesus, good day to you all. Thanks for joining us on another episode of What Do You Think on GSAT FM. I am Okwe Sanyolu. Dear Lord, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your thoughts towards us. We ask, Lord, as we learn tonight, please unravel your truth to us and grant us hearts that we yield to this truth in Jesus' name. Amen. We saw how God instructed Abraham to detach and embark on a journey to an undisclosed location. We stopped at the initial part of verse 5 in Genesis chapter 12, where he left for the journey with his wife Sarai and his nephew Lot. Tonight, we will continue our study from Genesis chapter 12, verse 5, as we take a discourse titled, Tents and Altars. chapter 12 verse 5 I read from the New International Version it says he took his wife Sarai his nephew Lot all the possessions they had accumulated and the people they had acquired in Aaron and they set out for the land of Canaan of course the destination was not known as at the time they set out on the journey for the entourage chose to follow their boss they all set out. No one decided to stay back. Did you notice something in that verse? It took his wife Sarai, his nephew Lot, and all the possessions that accumulated and the people that acquired were in Aaron. That means Abraham was not poor before the call. He had both material resources and human resources. So we could say he had like a company of his own. Another thing that caught my attention in that verse was that those resources were acquired while he was in Aaron. Aaron was not the destination. It was a stopover. Yet he acquired resources there. Dear viewers, that it seems to be making some amount of progress in your present location is not an indication that you are in the right location. And by location, I mean your present job, your ministry associations, your city of residence, even your spiritual status. That you can pray 30 minutes daily does not mean you must remain at that level. For Abraham, all his acquisition of wealth did not debar him from obeying the voice of God. 
many of us easily become satisfied once we have a little cash inflow we start feeling blessed however being wealthy and being blessed are two distinct things blessing is a package wealth is an entity blessing is a package that comprises of favor peace joy and other things including wealth itself that's why there are a lot of wealthy persons who are not blessed and so they stick to what they have and even audit but when you are blessed you will be a channel of blessing to others let's take a break we'll be right back Welcome back. Thanks for staying tuned. Still on verse 5. The latter portion says, And they arrived there. If you don't set out, you won't get there. You have to take a step. Hello? What is the action the Lord has told you to take, but you are yet to do so because you are waiting to see the big picture before you set out? I tell you, now is the time to step out in faith. Make that proposal. Begin that business. Start that program. Read that book. Just begin. More importantly, if someone the Lord has been telling you to come, well, it's time for you to step down from that sycamore tree and allow Jesus into your heart for him to dine with you. And I pray for you today, may you eat the divine instruction that will shift you divinely into God's plan for your life in Jesus' name. Amen. Abraham set out by faith and he arrived there. Take that step of faith and I assure you that you will get there. Let's read verse 6. Still in Genesis chapter 12. Abram travels through the land as far as the site of the great tree of Moreh at Shechem. At that time, the Canaanites were in the land. Abram traveled through the land. Some version says he moved through the land. He explored the land. When God opens the door of opportunity for you, walk through it, explore it, examine it, see what's in there for you. Check out what it has to offer. Now, the latter part of that verse says, at that time, the Canaanites were in the land. That's got to me. I mean, that it's a promised land does not mean it is vacant. If God says, I will give you that job and you apply to the company, don't be shocked on the day of the interview when you get there and you see several other applicants who came for the interview. 
You might feel discouraged that, wow, God told me this job was meant for me. I thought I would be the only one here today. And now, see this crowd. No. You have God well. So don't turn back and go home. It is for God to be glorified. It is for you to declare when you come out victorious from that competition that it was actually the Lord that did it. When God tells you to start a business, it doesn't mean nobody on that street was selling before you get there. But God wants you to obey that you may obtain the blessing. Abraham got there and he saw that people were there. And that confirms to him that the place is habitable and does not swallow up its inhabitants as the Israelites later declared. Abraham was not taken to a wilderness. So that it's an undisclosed location does not mean it is not a habitable place. So stop being scared of the unknown when you're sure that you carry the known God inside of you. When you are in the right place. Genesis chapter 12 verse 7. It says, And the Lord appeared unto Abraham. That's the King James Version. And the Lord appeared unto Abraham and said, Unto thy seed I will give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. The Lord appeared to Abraham. The Lord's presence was there with Abraham. He knew he was in the right place as the Lord reaffirmed his promise to him. Now, the word appeared there means not just to discover that God is there, but to see him, to experience him, to understand him. Dear viewers and listeners, there is a corporate presence and there is an experiential presence. When two or three of you gather in my name, that is corporate presence. It promised to be there. But in Isaiah chapter 43 verse 2, it says, When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burnt. The flames will not set you ablaze. That is experiencing God's presence on a personal level. That was the experience of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Now, look at those locations. Water, river, fire. Do they look like child's play? But with the Lord's presence, we are assured that we are in the right place for that moment. So if you are in the water right now, if it looks like you are going through fire right now, because of the Lord's presence with you, that's where you are supposed to be for the moment. And I'm sure that the Lord that brought the three Hebrew children out on cast is still alive 
and able to walk us through the unpalatable and scary portions of our journey in life in Jesus' name. of our discuss. What did Abraham do when he realized that he was actually in the right location? In verse 7b, it says, So he built an altar there, to the Lord who had appeared to him. He built an altar to the Lord, a place of prayer, of worship and communion, a place of sacrifice, to acknowledge the presence of God, to sustain his relationship with God. He built a place that could be a memorial of God's faithfulness to him. He built a place of worship. Today, our lives are living sacrifices. Jesus said those who worship God must do so in spirit and in truth because our God is spirit. When we get to our destination, when we get to that place, when God fulfills his promises to you, what we must do is to acknowledge the God who has brought us hitherto. Our goal should be to maintain a life of worship. Our essence is constant fellowship with the lover of our soul. Anywhere, anytime, any day, our slogan should be God first. Genesis chapter 12, verse 8. From there he went on toward the hills east of Bethel and pitched his tent with Bethel on the west and I on the east. There he built an altar to the Lord and called on the name of the Lord. Abraham thought of a place for God before thinking of a place for himself. Naturally, after a long trip, I think a place for him to lay his head should have been the first thought, but not so with Abram. For Abram, it was an altar for the Lord before a tent for Abram, and then another altar again. For Abram, it was worship before comfort. It was prayer before rest. In all your endeavors, as you experience God's faithfulness, you should know it's not all about you. But the contrary is the case. All we do in life's journey, as God blesses us, as it takes us through life, is to settle down, pitch tents, acquire possession, while we relegate God to the background. 
instead of aligning his face at the forefront where it should be, leading us on, showing us the way. Tents are cool. Tents are important, but altars are necessary. And by altar, I do not mean a table with a white cloth and a cross and a bell on it. I mean that point where it's you and God, one on one. destination where the Lord said is taking you to. It has all been about how to build the tent. You get the job and you now have a new excuse. This my new job is tasking. I'll come to church when I have the time. I'll do my quiet time on the bus. How to build the tent. No more altar. Some relocate to a new country and there you know the more you work the more you earn and don't worry, once I earn enough, I'll start serving the Lord with my earnings. Again, no altar. No time to talk to God in the morning as we rush to leave the home. No time in the evening also before we lay our heads to rest. No communion with our maker at the altar. Yet we feel convenience in our tent. It's only a matter of time before things go wrong in a life or a home where there is no altar. Or where the altar is cold. up tonight i like us to close with this verse Romans chapter 12 verse 1 I'll read from both the amplified version and the message version. The amplified version says I appeal to you therefore brethren and beg of you in view of all the mercies of God to make a decisive dedication of your bodies presenting all your members and faculties as a living sacrifice only devoted, consecrated, and well-pleasing to God, which is your reasonable, rational, intelligent service and spiritual worship. And the message says, so here is what I want you to do, God helping you. Take your everyday ordinary life, your sleeping, eating, going to work, and walking around life, and place it to God as an offering. Embracing what God has done for you is the best thing you can do for Him. In my opinion, our priority should be altars first before tents. What do you think?
Dear Lord, we thank you for appearing to us in this way. We ask, Lord, that as you take the bold step to step out in faith, to heed your instruction for our lives, Lord, you would show up for us in the name of Jesus. We ask, Lord, that you help us to set our priorities right, that our worship will be first and foremost on our list before we think of our personal comfort. Grant us the grace of experiencing your presence through our journey in life. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, dear listeners, for tuning in. Thank you for joining us on the program. Thank you, my dear producer, Emmanuel. You can send your opinions on the using the chat box or the comment box in Facebook Live. You can send your comments on Telegram, on WhatsApp, on our social media handles. You can just use the hashtag what do you think on Gisal FM or hashtag tents and altars on Gisal FM. Now I've been telling you turntables is available in print and here is turntables. A copy goes for just 500 naira. I'm sure when you read it, you'll be blessed and you definitely recommend to someone else. And until we meet next time, I am Okwe Sanyolo. Stay blessed. Bye.